I'm Sandy Castro, the president and co-founder of IC Stars, and the BLT podcast is business, leadership, and technology over tea in a podcast. <laughs> uh, so we'll have several episodes over time with amazing leaders who are either uh, business gurus, leadership geeks, or technology aficionados. And all of them will have one important thing in common. Well, two, actually. They see stars, and they're about to have a wonderful pot of tea. Welcome back to the BLT and Tea podcast. Um, and so we're just going to get started. I will. I want to introduce Diana, one of our interns from Cycle Forty One, who's going to introduce our special guest today. Hello. Um, I have the pleasure to intro introduce Michael Rabbit. Michael um, is the head of business transformation at Argon National Laboratory. Um, he has an extensive background in business analysis, business transformation, improvement, software development, development life cycle. And he has a, a passion for diversity and inclusion. We are very happy to have um, Michael uh, to uh, IC Stars and to uh, have the opportunity to hear him and share uh, his experience with us. Wonderful. Yeah. I am excited to be here. It's such a pleasure and an honor. Thank you. Yay. So we have just come from tea. So how was tea, guys? How did it go? It was great. Um, Michael gave us a lot of nuggets. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> definitely. And we are very, exci we are very excited to hear his, uh, his experience, life experience and uh, transformation. Yes, definitely. <laughs> it was a very engaging session. A lot of good Deep questions. <laughs> Fun Excellent. questions. Good. Yeah. And I love the, the piece that you picked out, Diana, about transformation. Um, so, you know, there's so many different ways that we talk about transformation, like business transformation, the transformation that happens by doing technology, by building systems, by building apps. And then here at IC Stars, like our own personal transformation. Like we sort of come in, we don't know what we're expecting, and... We go through like the ups and the downs. Um, so what does transformation mean to you? So we define it at Argonne and, and in many ways in the industry is the, the three pillars of people, process, and technology aligned to a business strategy. But as you suggested, it's, it's so much more. And you could ask 100 people to define it and get 100 different answers, yeah. right? Um, but one of the things that really excites me about it, and I was telling the folks in T that, you know, my background is more on the business side than the, than the tech side. And so the, the, the pieces that I'm more passionate about are the, the process and the people, right? And so, so much of transformation really is grounded in the change management. Yep. And that's one of our big challenges in, in implementing it at, at Argonne um, is, you know, how do you uh, strategically approach change, right? Yeah. And how do you engage people? And, and so that's probably one of the biggest challenges of it, but that's one of the things I like the most. I, the, the people side of, of the business is really what I embrace. Yeah, no, I get it. And, and I think too, like when we talk about personal transformation here at IC Stars, it's the same thing. It's about change, like how we manage change, right? Sometimes we say the other side of conflict mm. is change. And so if we embrace it, if we step through it, we get to the other side, which is so juicy, but oftentimes we are so scared and terrified of what change is because 
change is uncomfortable, you know, and that's how we know it's working, right? And well, we had that discussion yesterday at Argonne. We had a session. We had introduced our new core values uh, at the lab, and uh, one of the things we talked about is our climate survey talked about people were uh, afraid to speak up often, right? Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. we talked about needing a culture of courage, yes. right? And so, and one of the things that uh, I introduced uh, at a follow-up to the session was the idea of brave spaces, right? Where people are willing to take risks, you're willing to have un uncomfortable conversations, um, and those are some of the things that uh, really are, are crucial success factors when it comes to change and transformation. I love that. I've never heard that brave space. I've heard safe space, but I love brave space, like speaking our truths, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like the evolution of the safe space. It is, and it's actually a great article talking about moving from safe spaces to brave spaces, and for exactly the reasons that you mentioned. Cool. cool. Well, okay, so Argonne, one of my favorite places on earth, right? I'm a geek, I'm a science geek, I love it. You know this is coming. So um, basically, we, in our uh, assessment process, we ask folks whether they're a, a, a proton, a neutron, or an electron. And so just to take a step back, if you think about people, right, the proton is the person who's very positive, sees the glass as half full, they're the cheerleader, they're the person who's always leading you on, like, you can do this, I see it, they're the optimist. And, you know, the downside of being a proton, of course, is that they see people for their potential versus who they are today, mm -hmm. and oftentimes they can get disappointed. Yep. Um, then, you know, snuggled up with them in the nucleus is the neutron, right? They've got both positive and negative. So the pros and the cons, the good and the bad. Um, they are the analyst. Um, they're always weighing things. They're analyzing things. Um, the great thing about a neutron is that, you know, they can help figure out both sides. I think Jody Mitchell had a mm. good song about it, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and... And so they're even killed. Like the proton might come home and say, come on, let's donate our paycheck to charity. And the neutron would say, let's pay the bills first, you know, and then <laughs> we'll evaluate whether or not right. we have the, you know. The downside to the neutron is that oftentimes they have get Hamlet's disease, right? So mm -hmm. to be or not to be, you yeah. know, kind of figuring out, they get analysis paralysis. Mm -hmm. um, and they're awful people to go shopping with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, orbiting around the outside is, of course, the electron. And, you know, they'd never say they're negative. They'd say, I'm realistic. Mm -hmm. And the glass is half empty. Why would I pretend it's any different? Right. I'm just going to get disappointed. But the great thing about an electron is that they, they see the negative space, right? So they make great photographers mm. because they can see the negative space. Yep. They're great at actuary science because they can figure out all the things that could possibly go wrong. Um, and, and so, you know, the, the lovely thing is this is what keeps the integrity of the cell, right? It's everything is made up of, of these three, yeah. um, and we need each other. And so every organization has, you know, the person who's going to assess risk, the person who's going to analyze, and the person who's going to, you know, kind of be the optimist and look into the future. Yep. So today... In your life, mm -hmm. in your work, what would you say you are? The proton, the neutron, or the electron? I am going to say I am mostly a combination of proton and neutron with a little bit of electron mi mixed in. <laughs> okay. Uh, so on the proton piece, uh, 
I'm positive. I see myself, uh, I, I see the glasses half full almost all the time. Um, but I also have a lot of, uh, a, a, of a neutron in the sense that I am methodical and analytical. I, I try to see both sides of an issue. I try to study and analyze and understand both sides. Um, mm -hmm. As you mentioned, I'm even fairly even keeled, seen mm -hmm. as even keeled. Um, but I, I'm not totally neutron because I'm pretty impatient. I'm not the most impatient person in the world. So that whole analysis paralysis thing doesn't usually come into play. I do try to drive to decisions pretty quickly, yep. right? So, um, and even on the proton side, I, I, I actually am sometimes optimistic to a fault, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, but then that's, I think that's maybe where that orbiting electron kind of comes into play <laughs> because I, I do um, try to look at risk, and we actually talked about risk a, a fair amount in the uh, NT, and so I think part of it is my background, right? So I, even though I'm at, at Argonne today, most of my career is in the insurance industry. Yeah, so yeah. Got, got to be able to, to understand risk if you're in insurance. Uh, and then also, um, you know, being uh, in having project management experience, you've got to be able to assess and mitigate risk. And then finally, um, being at Argonne, safety is such a huge thing. So sure, sure. We, we have to assess risks from that standpoint as well. So there you go. No, no, no one answer, no uh, single thing, but uh, <laughs> the old each. combo yeah. answer for you. <laughs> no, it, I, I think that's fair. But what about you? What, what, what would you say you are, Diana? I'm more of a proton, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, but I tend, I, my, my ideal is to be a neuro, uh, neutral. Okay. So, yes. Then, yep, yep. I'm, of course, a proton to fault, you know, I'm like, <laughs> there we go. Uh, for you listeners, I just made a big yeah. cheesy grin, uh, the look of the proton. <laughs> so um, what, what, what are you geeking out on these days? Um, is it like the change management piece? Is it your volunteer work? Are you more focused on the future and where we're headed? or sort of the historical view, where we've been? Wow. Well, as far as what geeks me the most, as I explained in high T, it's really more the volunteer side. So I'll come back to that in sure. a second. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as far as the day job's concerned, um, I think uh, a big focus is the fact that I'm still relatively new at Argonne. I've been there 15 months. Uh, it's a startup team that I that I'm leading, and uh, which I love doing. It's I, so, so cool. Yeah. I, I like to go in and get organized things, and and build things, and grow things, and get in and you know figure out how something's going to get done where others have the idea, but you know mm -hmm. how are you going to plan it? How are you going to execute it? So I love going in and doing that. Um, and as I s said before, I think the change management is the big, biggest thing at Argonne based on it's not a traditional yeah. uh, command and control top-down culture, a lot of long-term people, a lot of brilliant scientists, people who are accustomed to doing it a certain way. Yeah. And so yeah. the whole change management thing is something that I'm excited about because in the time I've been there, there's been sort of this awakening that work change management is needed there. Mm. And so uh, one of the big initiatives that I'm involved in is that we've actually brought in some uh, consulting help on that. And what we're doing is we're taking some of those lessons learned and trying to institutionalize it so that on every initiative going forward, we've got that the, those best practices in place. Um, so that's, that's kind of the big focus uh, at Argonne. And then, you know, 
volunteer work is really, uh, you know, some of the, the justice and equity work I do is really, is really my passion. I was telling the folks uh, that, uh, you know, well, and balance is the, well, we can come to that too, is that, that was sort of the key word of the day was just mm -hmm. that balance, right? So I'm really trying to always find a balance between, you know, what I'm doing career-wise, but then what I'm doing, you know, for the community. Um, and then that was saying that balance applies to so many other things in life, whether it's, you know, we think of work-life balance, but also balance in terms of your skill set, you know, soft skills versus technical skills, mm -hmm. um, balance between business and IT. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. You know, it's really a, a critical, critical success factor in my view. Yeah, and I would even go further, like balance between um, even like our, 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 our ability to speak and our ability to listen, mm. balance, yep. you That's know, another one. between um, people that we learn from and the people that we teach. Um, just having those different ends, the, 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 the sort of binary mm -hmm. world of I make a deposit here and a withdrawal here and tomorrow I'm going to deposit here, withdraw, you know, but that I agree, it's, it really is about balance um, and that, you know, we're, we're constantly moving through things and back to that whole change piece. It's what we bring with us and what we release. Oh, well, how about between... Protons, neutrons, and electrons. Yes, huh? indeed. Very good. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, I, so I, I totally want to dig into your your volunteer work because the, I I geek out around like the DEI stuff and all of that work and and I was reading about what you're doing and I'm just fascinated by it. Um, and a lot of your work has been with the Catholic Church. That's right. Um, which is super cool too. I mean, that boy, what a what a world to dig into. So. So how did someone like you, someone who's a little proton, a little neutron, a little electron, this business guy, um, get into all this really, really awesome anti-racism mm -hmm, work? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, it's uh, everybody has their causes and, and, and what they choose to invest their time in. And this has evolved into the kind of the cause of my life. Um, and it is a little bit of the road less traveled, right? So, um, you know, it's not the first thing that a lot of people embrace when they're looking, you know, at, at a cause or some sort of work to do. Right. Um, and, you know, it, part of it started when I, in Chicago here, uh, within my parish, uh, we had a priest who invited people to participate in some anti-racism workshops. And so... He said, well, you know, you, you were the only person who actually volunteered. <laughs> I had to twist arms to get other people to go to this thing. Um, and, you know, that was the start of something that evolved into then I eventually became a facilitator of those workshops and then a facilitator of workshops for, um, for, for the Archdiocese, uh, for Catholic school teachers, uh, eventually became a part of the Archdiocese anti-racism implementation team. Um, so that was great experience. And then eventually, unfortunately, the, uh, office for racial justice, uh, closed. Uh, so I, you know, was searching for new outlets, which led to other, uh, other organizations I've got involved in from showing up to racial justice to uh, helping, uh, form a, uh, affordable housing, uh, advocacy organization, Terrific. um, other organizations, you know, just anywhere I can kind of organize on behalf of justice and equity, I, I, I kind of put my uh, head into the into the waters there. So cool. You know, we, we talk a lot at, at IC Stars about sort of when we say we're developing a thousand community leaders, 
we're talking about service leaders who are visible in the community. So there's, we all have something to aspire to. And whether they're setting up technology labs or teaching or mentoring, they're doing service leadership. And then there's business leaders like Chris who are starting businesses and then hiring from the community. Um, and then there are civic leaders like yourself who are looking at things from a systems level and sort of breaking the cycle and really getting in and doing work that changes policies like housing yep. um, and making things more fair and equitable. Um, and so, you know, I, I, that's why I was so excited about, you know, you coming here and, and, and sort of sharing your story with the gang to uh, kind of inspire, like, we can be geeks in both sides of the fence, right? Back to the balance. Exactly. Um, so what was it, you think, that made you raise your hand that day um, in your parish? You know, I get asked that question a lot, and I have not had as good a story as I'd like to have. <laughs> um, it's not like I had some road to Damascus moment, um, <laughs> but it has forced, forced me to kind of reflect a little bit, and, and as I've done more of that, I grew up in St. Louis. I grew up in a, in a greater diverse neighborhood. I went to a Catholic elementary school that was 50% white, 50% black, um, and so I, I think I had an appreciation uh, for, at an early age for the impact that race has uh, in our society, and um, and you know saw how my black uh, classmates were treated differently, and, and, and I think it became you know, more aware of, of the privilege I have as a, as a, white, as a white man. Um, and so I think, you know, as I kind of missed that, you know, in, when I moved here to Chicago, and so I, I knew at some point I needed to engage in this, in this space, and so that, fortunately, that opportunity came, and uh, I jumped in, and, uh, and here we are. I think that's a great story, you know, like really not all of us come from diverse communities where we have that luxury to be able to see, you know. A lot of times we're exposed uh, uh, in school, right? It's, school is the melting pot, right. but not necessarily our work. Um, we have a very homogenous, especially in IT. Um, so I'm just glad that you are in this IT world um, and that you're fighting for it. Like that's a... It's a great thing, and it, it, I don't think everybody would raise their hand the way you did, because it's uncomfortable. You know, I mean, a lot of us don't even want to step into the ring when it comes to, you know, equity, inclusion, and race. It just feels like Ish, we don't want to talk about that. So, I'm I'm grateful for you. No? Thank you, thank yeah. you, and you know, the intersectionality I think occurs yeah. in the workplace. Like how, and this is where diverse, diversity and inclusion work comes into play is, you know, for the most part, you know, those have been separate worlds for me. So one of the things that I'm excited about doing is how do I bring, find ways to bring that into the workplace and yeah. sort of into my day job. Yeah. Just good stuff. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Well, okay. So the last part here is, uh, this is the magic basket mm. and, uh, there are cards here and we all just get to pick one. Um, so pick the one that speaks to you. We'll pass it around, and then we'll all share all our, right. our, our special cards. Okay. Pick one. There you go. Can I read it yet or not? Yeah, go oh, ahead. Okay. Look at it. <laughs> okay. Now, can you all read my funny writing? Yes. 
Okay. What did you get, Michael? This is very interesting given our discussion. It says neutrality helps the oppressor, never the victim. Mm. Very apropos. Wow. So what does that mean to you? Neutrality helps the oppressor, never the victim. Well, to a certain extent, it, it ties to your question about what made you raise your hand, right? So if I don't get involved in this work, then I am, that neutrality is allowing the status quo yeah. to, to flourish and endure. And the status quo is a, is a, a city and a country where uh, systemic racism exists. And uh, if we're neutral, then that oppression is going to continue, and that oppressor will uh, will continue to uh, to dominate and not be challenged. And, and we have to we have to do the work to dismantle racism and white supremacy. So that's what this card tells me. Awesome, awesome. How about you, Diana? What'd you get? I got a very long uh, <laughs> card. <laughs> your work is going to fill a large part of your life. And the only way to be truly satisfied is uh, to do what you believe in great work. And the only way to, be great, uh, to, to do great work is to love what you do. If you haven't found it yet, keep looking. Don't settle. As with all matters of the heart, you'll know when you find it. Steve Jobs. Very, very beautiful set. That Steve Jobs card, that's what you pulled. Yes. <laughs> what does that mean for you? It means don't be afraid of change mm. and find a balance from, with work and life in general and keep looking f and find what you are passionate about. Terrific. What that's a, all. And what a perfect summary of our talk today, too, yeah, right? For sure. Thank you. And mine, just to close it up, is what you are will show in what you do. Well, that's true. Very true Very for you. True. And you. And you. <laughs> wow. Well, I want to thank you both for a wonderful BLT and T today. And the B and the L and the T stands for Business Leadership and Technology. Um, and again, thank our guest, Michael, because you really gave us a lot to think about um, and a lot to stand up for. Well, a pleasure and an honor. Thanks so much, Sandy. Thank you. Yay. Thank you.